there, I'm board certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organized Energized Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizedandenergized.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy, and I'm back. And today we're going to talk about how to grow your email list. And I'm talking with Kristen Robinson. She's known as the lead generation specialist of Explode Your Audience. Kristen helps online entrepreneurs generate more leads for offerings so it's easier to sell them later. Kristen's also a military spouse, and her husband, Lamont, serves the United States in the Marine Corps. Thanks to the flexibility of being an online entrepreneur, when she's not working or attending a family day for her husband's unit, Kristen's playing with her black lab hum mix puppy, Tai Chu. Woohoo! So let's talk to Kristen and let's learn these five simple strategies to grow our email list. And let's get going. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy, and I am with the email growing list queen, Kristen Robinson. Thanks for joining me, Kristen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I know you're a work at home person and uh, you've created an amazing lifestyle uh, by doing what you do. And you're really well known in your field for growing your list. Talk to me a little bit about how you got started. What's your backstory? <laughs> so um, first of all, I am a military spouse. My husband is in the Marine Corps and um, we move every three years. So being online is very essential to my lifestyle, right? Because we move every three to three and a half years. And basically, I decided to get online when I, I started my business. It was, believe it or not, an offline business, not realizing that, hey, I move every three to three and a half years. And when my husband got his first set of orders to Hawaii, right? Yay, Hawaii. Um, I was moving literally on the other side of the country because we were in North Carolina. So we're going all the way to Hawaii, the literally other side of the country. And um, no offense, technology was not what it was at that time. We didn't have Zoom and all that great stuff. And so my clients were like, yeah, I'm sorry, this is great, but um, I'm used to seeing you every day and I will be no longer doing business with you. Mm. So I lost 90% of my clients because I moved across the country. And I'm like, yeah, we can't be doing that. What, so, were, you, um, what were you doing with your clients at that point in person? I was branding. So I was, um, we were a marketing agency. Um, I had a website designer and a graphic designer on staff and we were doing websites, promotional products, social media marketing, um, print marketing as well. So I had, so if you signed with us, it was a whole year commitment and we usually signed anywhere between 12 to 20 clients for the year. So really busy boutique marketing agency. Um, and when we got to Hawaii, I was like, you know what, let's try this online thing. Let's do it. And um, I got online and I was like, okay, I got a webinar. Okay, because that's what they tell you, right? Do a webinar. That's what, they, that's what they say. Whoever they are, they tell you do a webinar. So I did a webinar and nobody came because I didn't have a list. Mm. <laughs> right? You can't invite right. people you don't have. Right. So, so I went to my business bestie who was already online and was like, can you promote my webinar? And she's like, sure. So she promoted my webinar. She has a 20,000 person list and I got my first 200 people. Yay. Nobody bought. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got a list, but nobody bought. 
So I'm like, okay, it's got to be the offer, right? It's got to be the offer. So right. she invited me to her event in Atlanta. Same offer, same price, same, same everything. And in person, I sold out, I enrolled 10 people into that course, sold out all the spots. And I'm like, okay, it's not the offer. So I went back to the webinar, those same 200 people, and redid, did the same, again, same webinar, same, op- you see where I'm going with this? Right, and right, right. Two people this time. And I'm like, hmm. I need a list, <laughs> right? I was like, okay, I don't have a bad offer. I need a list. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm going to grow my list. And I and for a lot of my clients, I know the pain all too well. I'm like, oh, I remember it. It, it wasn't, it's not like it was recently. It was a while ago, but I still remember the, the fresh pain of like, oh, no one's buying. I need a list. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've been there and that's why I'm so passionate about what I do because it's hard to sell your stuff when you don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, it's so funny that, you know, now if you would have moved from North Carolina to Hawaii, your marketing people probably would have went with you because, you know, now we're not, uh, I don't have to see you in person. You know, it's not like that anymore. We're all so accustomed to the virtual thing, um, especially with the, the work you were doing could easily have been done virtual. But uh, that's what happens with technology, right? <laughs> it evolves. Exactly. It, it, it evolves. And it's funny because even in Hawaii, I was still half and half. I still um, still had the agency open because I was transitioning into online. So by the time we left Hawaii, um, I was full-time online by the time we left. So that was a three-year transition of trying to really, you know, get that going as, as technology evolved. But I also realized that it's hard to have, you know what I mean? Like have that footprint and do that. And lots of people locally like to see me and it was just, it was just really hard. So yeah. they I'm get glad spoiled. I did it. They get spoiled. <laughs> they like, they like seeing they us. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. So, you know, you, You've done a lot with your email list building business. What do you consider your most unique gift? Like what's your asset that you draw on uh, to make to make your you succeed and and perhaps others that you help? Oh, like strategy wise or just how I help my clients? Yeah, your your inner gift. Like, you know, what do you have that that you bring forth? I would say my clients always tell me this. And it's one of those things I didn't believe it at first until I got somebody outside the online world and I'm like, oh, my clients always tell me I have a great, I have a great way of breaking down things into simple tasks that you can do. Mm. So like, I'm a good person where I can break things down step by step where it's manageable to do. Um, and again, I never believe that until, cause you know, it's, it's one thing to be an expert in what you do in everything, but side, side note, I love to garden. That's like my hobby. I love to garden. Ah. And so I was talking to my father-in-law and he's like, I want a garden too. And I was telling him like how to get started. He's like, oh my gosh, you made it so doable. I was like so scared. And that was like all this stuff. And wow, it's so simple. And I'm like, yeah, my clients are right. Like I know how to bring this stuff down really well. Like, okay. But that is, that is my gift is I can take things and literally break them down into bite-sized pieces where it's doable and cut out the fluff so that you feel like it's manageable. Yeah, I really love that. And and that's something that's very important for any type of coach or any type of person that's teaching anything. So good job on that. Absolutely. So talk to me about uh, what you what do you feel is a, the best strategy for growing your list? Is uh, all the women entrepreneurs out here are, you know, everybody's in the same boat. We need more people on our list. Uh, what's your favorite strategy? I know you have several up your sleeve. My favorite strategy um, is online giveaways. Definitely mm-hmm. by far my favorite. And 
um, either hosting or participating, e either one. Um, but for various reasons. So I like online giveaways because it's fast. I'm a very impatient person. Like I want to build my email list like yesterday, right? Like yesterday impossible. So yeah. online giveaways allows you to grow your email list by the hundreds in a short amount of time. So like I have added, the, I think my record is I've added 800 people to my email list in three weeks um, in an online giveaway. So it, it happens really fast. But what I also love about online giveaways is there's this collaboration piece. You're not alone, right? Like you're in this community, other people all promoting. And it's just like this fun group thing that we're all doing together to help each other. So there's this like collaboration spirit that I love. And then also take going with that collaboration spirit, I always meet new people. I think that's the coolest part. You meet new people and every giveaway is always a different circle of people. So I feel like I'm like in these different circles all over where I get to meet new people and those new people can be your collaboration partners, like creating new things or doing things together. Like um, there are some people right now, we're in the, the last one I hosted um, that I'm promoting to my list next year. We're doing like some joint venture things together. And that's like so super cool. Like it's like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna exchange different things or people have been in my giveaways. Um, I promoted them to my list, like people who are really good. And it's like, oh, I love your free gift. Like, can I promote you to my list? And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Like, so I just love hosting or participating. I love meeting new people. And like I said, just the partnership, that spirit of partnership where y'all doing it together. And then, like I said, you're meeting new people where you can collaborate even further and grow your list or get more sales too. So it's, it's just a great multifaceted thing where you can really get involved and meet new people. Yeah, and giveaways are generally not that costly. And for those listening out there, if you've never done a giveaway, definitely jump into one because I agree, uh, you know, with Kristen that it collaboration, you know, as online entrepreneurs, we feel like we're alone all the time. And this allows us to make friends and uh, meet new people that we would have never met. And again, I love the fact that you will JV further and get more friendships and, you know, deepen the relationship. And I think that's fantastic. And actually, that's why I'm having you on the on on this podcast podcast is because I was involved with one of yours. So, uh, and you are very methodical. I like the way that you break down the data, the, the, the steps, one, two, three, so on and so forth. So let me ask you, um, how long have you been in online or when did you move out to Hawaii? 2012. Okay, good. So you've been at it. So what do you feel is the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in this aspect of your business? Just moving? Just moving? <laughs> Um, I, hey, let's not talk about that. I moved in January 2nd. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I mean, business, you know, anything that you've, that you've kind of struggled against and, and overcome? Uh, honestly, the moving piece. I was just honestly, and I'm thinking about it this year because um, this year is a PCS year. Hold on. I'll break it down. So PCS stands for a permanent change of station. Okay. Meaning my husband's going to get orders and we're going to move somewhere else. Remember, every three to three and a half years this happens. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, if he gets into a special school, his schools are anywhere between six months to a year. Oh. So when you add it all up, since we've been married, <laughs> it's been like six moves and we've been married for almost like 13 years. So if you guys want to put the math together, that's a lot of moving. Um, and the reason I say that is because there's lots of things in it's, it's like my life and business because my life gets chaotic. My business gets chaotic. Mm -hmm. So one thing I will say, though, for some of you who are familiar with military life, my husband is an officer. So I'm just going to caveat with that for some of you who are familiar with that. So with my husband, because he's an officer, 
there are lots of activities that happen throughout the year, whether PCS or not. Um, but if you are leaving any orders, you have what you call hail and farewell. So hail and farewell means you hail in the new people, you farewell the by people. And no offense, you would think there's just one, right? Because he's in one unit. Oh no, there's lots of them. Because yeah. then there's the Marines that he works with got to do it. And then all his peers got to do one. Then the whole unit's got to do one. Like, I'm sorry, but when we moved from, I think it was New Orleans, there were like five hail and farewells. I'm just like, I can't go to all these. I'm gonna get fat, like, because it's always eating involved. Uh, there's gifts, right? All that. So yeah. there's all those things I have to do with my husband. There's like, you know, saying goodbye to everybody. There's the moving, you gotta pack things in boxes. So it's all of that. And mm -hmm. then what's happening in my business because I'm not available to deliver, let's say a course. I'm not available to do like some things. And so I would say the biggest, the, bit, the hardest thing is how do I navigate my business in the midst of the chaos of moving and then let's not forget, what if I move into a different time zone? Because that happens too. I could be on the East Coast and then it's Hawaii. I can go from Hawaii to the central time zone. I can go from central to, like, seriously, I move. So that's another thing too, is I have to really cut back on what I'm going to offer my, to my people. Because I'm like, hold on, this is July. I can't say this will be 3 p.m. Eastern because that might not be the case. Because right. it might be 2 o'clock Eastern. And then I have to remember I'm six hours behind in Hawaii. So it's just like... So like, yeah. for example, this year, I only planned from January to April <laughs> because May and June, hell of farewell, July's moving. And so it's like, there's this pause in my business where I'm like, I'm uncertain of what's going to happen. And I can't really be like, oh, let me, no, no, no. I have to really wait mm -hmm. until like the orders come, where are we going? And even when we get the orders, that doesn't mean that's exactly where we're going. Because when we got orders to go to Hawaii, the original orders were for Japan. So I was getting my, my, all my little shots and everything. And we were going to Japan. Our stuff was already on a boat in March, already there going. And March, they came back to us and said, yeah, the position got reassigned. You're moving to Hawaii. <laughs> okay. So all my stuff on a boat, is it going to come back? And they're like, oh, it's going to come back, but it's going to go past Hawaii all the way back to North Carolina. Then it's going to go back all the way. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, oh, I, so, so even then people, I don't believe it until my until I'm, I tell people, I don't believe it until I'm sitting on the plane and buckling my seatbelt, okay? That's when I know it's going to happen because even, like I said, I'm sitting there getting shots of my passport and it's like, oh, no, you're not. And like I said, this, and we're supposed to move in June and they're telling us in March, like, no, we're, you're changing and oh, all the stuff on, your, on the boat, it won't get there till September. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I have a laptop. So, so yeah. that is the hardest thing is to navigate what it is I'm going to offer in my business. What is it, how I'm going to serve my people during the time I'm trying to like move a whole household of people mm -hmm. to a new location, new doctor, right. For my dog, new vet, you know, things like that, new doctor, new vet, new things like that, new area, housing, all of those things um, that I have to navigate in my life. And it's like, trying to run my business at the same time. So that has been the hardest challenge. Oh, um, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. And, and then you throw in daylight savings time to the mix too. So, you know, are they switching? Are they not switching? Who switched? I don't know. So yeah, you're up against a lot. Um, I, I uh, organize a lot of military spouses and so I get it. And just the gowns alone that you girls have to put on is something. <laughs> just <Hi. gowns> alone. <laughs> Yeah. So um, talk to me about your most memorable win, like something that you did for yourself or your client. Uh, give me a, a good story of, uh, of a nice win for yourself. Mm. 
Ah, the most memorable win. Well, I'm going to go with the one that just immediately popped into my head. That's the one. Which was, and it's funny because this organization is no longer around, but it was still the coolest thing ever. So in Hawaii, there was an organization called Social Wahinas. Um, and it was a networking group, right? They would host net, mo- they would um, host monthly networking events. And I had just gotten to the island in June, July-ish. And it was September, right? So this is my second networking event of theirs. And um, they decided to do um, an award and it was the networking award. And I won. Yay! And I remember going, how the heck do I win this award when I've only been on this island for two months? Like, who the heck did I meet? And what was really cool about this award is that it's by voting. So what they do is, is they send out a, a thing to everyone who's a member of this organization and say, hey, you know, who would you nominate? And then after they get the nominations, you have to vote. So I'm sitting there going, I've only been on this, literally, I stepped foot on this island two months, not networked, stepped foot on the island, right? And I'm like, how did I get nominated? And then how did enough people vote for me for me to win this out of, and we're talking people have been on the island for years, you guys. Like, it's not like, just like, oh, you know, like she's new, let's give it to her. No, it's like, there were other people who have been on the island way longer than me. It's like, how did I win this? And um, I remember the person, so there was three different awards. Don't ask what the other two were because I was excited about mine. But I remember the <laughs> other person who won their award, we were in um, another organization that no longer exists, unfortunately, National Association of Professional Women. We were in that group together. And she was like, I'm so happy because I voted for you. And I'm like, and so I, had to, I just had to know. I'm like, why did you vote for me? Like, you barely know me. Like, you know yeah. me for like a month. Like, why would you vote for me out of everybody? And I love what she said. She's like, the fact that you came on this island and you weren't so arrogant, you just wanted to give. You just wanted to help people. And that just stood out so much for me that when they asked who would nominate you, she goes, I nominated you. And I was like, oh, and she goes, and I voted for you. And I was like, wow. And she goes, and everybody here, I'm pretty sure, she goes, I can't speak for everybody, but if they voted for you, I'm pretty sure they feel the same way. And that was just the coolest thing, like, I don't know. I just like, wow, just, I'm like, I'm just helping people out. Like I just, that's kind of how networking works. Like you, you help people and then they help you. And that's kind of how it works. You have this give first attitude and it was cool. That was probably one of the coolest things that's probably ever happened to me in business. And that's awesome. Yeah. Givers get for sure. So how do you celebrate your success? How, what do you do? Um, I'm asking this, this is a big year of celebration um, for me to make sure that I celebrate all the wins. How, how do you celebrate your wins and things like that? I'm a very simple girl, honestly. So I have like a tiered thing. So like something as simple as like, um, uh, let's just say I, I, I did a launch and it, and whether it went bad or good, I did it right. Like I have an, I did it award. Like I did it. That's ice cream, Baskin Robbins, ice cream, pralines and cream in a cup like mm-hmm. we don't get this just the cup like okay. i did it one scoop right okay now if there's like for example i do a lot of three-day virtual events because that's a lot right you do a three-day virtual event then my happiness again better whether it's bad or good i'm i'm really all about i did it and that's all that matters if it's good okay we'll put some cool stuff in there but there's there's a minimum of celebration like i did it right so whenever i finish my three-day virtual events 
I do a spa day. So I go to Massage Envy, I get my little massage, and I get the facial. Like, I get both. There's no either or, or, hey, it was a good event, and no, 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 no. Minimum is the massage, the massage and the facial. And Love then that. when it comes to end of the year stuff, um, how I reward myself is a nice weekend somewhere. So it doesn't even have to be like, and a couple of times, well, pandemic, but obviously with staycations, but sometimes I've been feeling like, you know what? I just want to stay at home and like not leave. And I've done this, not leave my house. So I would literally go to the grocery store, get everything I need for the weekend and like not leave my house for the whole weekend. Just cozy yeah. up in a little snuggle blanket, watch my Netflix, watch my Hulu, watch my Disney Plus, whatever it is. Cuddle with the dog, all that great stuff. And just chill out. Um, before all of that, I would go to Margaritaville. I love Margaritaville in New Orleans. So when we lived in New Orleans, we were going to Mississippi to Margaritaville. And of course in Hawaii, well, there's plenty of places to go in Hawaii. It's Hawaii, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, for end of the year stuff, it's like, I love to take care of myself, do like a, so I guess like self-care in the, in the most weirdest way, minus the ice cream part. Um, I love to reward myself, like just really treating myself to like a really good time. So I'm very simple. You are the first person that has a three list of um, things. <laughs> three tiers, yeah. Absolutely love it. Three tiers, girl. You do think very, very uh, thematic. I love this. <laughs> step <laughs> by step by step. I might have to throw in the ice cream cup myself when I do something. I, I love, and I think it's fantastic for to celebrate whether it's good or bad, the fact that you just did it, you know, the I did it award um, is a great reminder for all of us. And I'm going to implement that as well, because I'm always so judgy to myself, you know, as we all are, is, you know, well, it wasn't quite what it, and then, you know, then I don't celebrate, which is just silly, because the fact that you actually did it is fantastic. So good for you, girlfriend. I think that's, <laughs> I'm taking that one away. I'm going to run with it. And I like the idea of the ice cream cone in a cup or the ice cream in a cup. Okay, so you're very organized. Obviously, you have to be as a military spouse and as an entrepreneur. What's your favorite organizing hack? Oh, man. Um, my favorite organizing hack. Or platform, you know, whatever you use that you just love. Like as far as like like organizing notes or like what kind of organization whatever whatever you do well to keep your okay let's do this to keep your day-to-day -day life organized as an <laughs> entrepreneur what do you use what tool okay this is gonna sound so simple but hands down google calendar yeah <laughs> okay now I'm, I'm gonna say the reason why because i love google calendar because remember my husband is in the military i don't know Okay, there are times where I don't know when he's going to be out, whatever. Like, I don't know, like, because he just forgets to tell me. So I have synced his calendar onto mine. So yeah. I'm like, oh, you have a field exercise next week. And I can be, I can look and like, so his stuff is synced with mine. And then I'll put, my, so what I've done is I've added reminders to remind me, oh, he's going to be out in the field, aka he won't be home for a week, which means Kristen make sure he takes out the trash before he leaves or make sure he changes that light bulb before he like have the honey to do list before he leaves so when the week comes it's not like hey honey oh he's not here right so his calendar synced to mine on yeah. top of that my team has access to this calendar as well so if they're like hey i need kristen for something it's like hey kristen kristen is not available this time and what i found even with my team the most it also gives my team boundaries because i love my team they love me i'm gonna say this 
it's yes, you need boundaries with clients, but also you need boundaries with your team. So yes. one for so example, I have lunch on my calendar. It says lunch, lunch break, right? And there's a block. And yes. I've trained my team to be like, do not message me, do not slack me, do not no. Mm-mm, from 12 to 1. And if you do, I'm not going to answer you. And I'm gonna remind, and I'm I'm going to silently remind you, aka not answer you, that right. <laughs> I am at lunch. This is my time where I am eating, I am enjoying myself, I get a one hour, and then I will be back in the office, aka up the stairs, right? Like I will be there and I'll answer you. But from right. this time to this time is my sacred time of eating and being with myself and doing that. And so that has been one of the coolest things is so that when my team can respect those boundaries, like, oh, she's in an interview right now. I can't, you know, I, you know, she'll answer me later or, hey, she's doing lunch or, hey, Kristen has a doctor's appointment. So just for them knowing where I am, but also the fact that they know when to expect me to respond to mm-hmm. something. And the best part is I don't like I told my team, I don't care if like it's on fire. No, like you can wait. Like this urgency is not as important as you think it is. And they've, they've learned that as well. Like, oh my gosh, this client's going to fire us. It's like, no, it's not. It's just a misunderstanding that I will clear up when I get out of the doctor's appointment and drive, oh, and drive all the way home. So I love that. I'm like, I said, no, but your doctor's appointment. And ah, I'm still driving. driving. I'm driving. I will see you when I get there. Like I'll, I'll respond when I get there. So just having that boundary also with my team and just separating myself as that CEO, like, like you said, but also keeping husband organized, myself organized, the dog, all that stuff um, has just been really helpful. So as simple as it sounds, it's done a lot for my business and my personal life. No, it's super powerful. And I, I could not live without my Google calendar. And I agree. The team knows where I am. They, they schedule into it when they, when they, you know, they have the parameters, they schedule for me like this podcast, they scheduled it. Right. And then I know I just show up and uh, we also have all of our promotions, you know, a separate schedule for the promotions. And uh, it's funny you say your husband, do you schedule trash on his calendar? No, I feel like I really need to. So, okay. He puts, okay. In all fairness though, he puts reminders on his phone. So it's like Monday okay. night, it'll be like trash out. So, but I don't see the reminders, which sucks. Cause it only just syncs the event. So he has his own reminders. And of course we'll be sitting next to each other and it's like, Oh, trash goes out. Like, you know, and it's on his reminder, but yeah. I, I love it. I ask you that because I put, take out the trash. Cause every other week we have recycle and other, you know, trash. And so I, so my husband never remembers. So I put it on his calendar, on his Google calendar, cause we share calendars and he declines it all the time. <laughs> He cracks me up. You know, he still takes it out, but he just has to put that de- decline in there just to get my goat. <laughs> I'm like that. That way we don't have to nag. It's in the calendar. He goes, is it recycle or trash? Day? I'm like, look in the Google calendar. As you know, <laughs> I wrote it in there because I can't remember which week is which week, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's just the trivia stuff. When you use a calendar properly, uh, you know, the trivia stuff just kind of falls away. You know, just like your team knows that you're not going to be disturbed a certain time. My team knows they can't schedule me because they can look at my calendar and see where I am and who I'm with and what I'm doing. Uh, so it just works out beautifully. But yeah, I love I just love the Google suite in general. So, OK, as we're winding down, if you were going to tell your 18 year old self something, what piece of advice would you give her? Ooh. <laughs> eight-year-old self oh boy yeah um mm, the 18-year-old self I would tell her 
that at any given time, anything can change. Mm. because I feel like and it's so funny because me and my husband were talking about this the other day like back in high school days right like high school college days Mm -hmm. where you just think everything is so finite right like we were really talking about this like okay fun fact about me and my husband in high school we went to separate high schools we never got asked to homecoming like ever so it's like hilarious we talk about this like we've never been to homecoming before and it's like when you think about it you're like oh my gosh no one ever asked me I must be like something's wrong with me or something and it's like newsflash just because you didn't go to homecoming doesn't mean you won't go to prom or you won't go to the next dance or whatever and I just have to laugh because in college we had dances and we actually went to dances together and it was like oh we never went to homecoming but we went to dances together like it was just it's just funny how like some of that stuff works out where you think it's so finite or you think that means something about you but the next day like it's another day like that thing is in the past and the next thing can can offer change. And I say that because especially the life that I live being a military spouse, literally any day can be different and change. Like what day is this? What day it's this? What day it's that? Nope, it's this. Like anything, any different, any given day, anything can change. And so that's what I would tell my 18-year-old self is just, just kind of recognize that whatever yesterday brought doesn't mean that's what tomorrow's going to bring. Yeah. Go with the flow, girl. Go with the flow. And, yeah. and, expect, and expect it to change because that is the one thing that's constant is change anyhow. So might as well get into it. Okay. So I know you have something that you're going to offer the audience here and the listeners. Uh, what, what's your free valuable resource that you're going to put out there, Kristen? My Explode Your Audience Blueprints. Um, I love this. So it's basically the five ways of how I've grown my email list to 4,000 email subscribers twice. So I grew my email list from zero to 4,200 in two and a half years. And I realized that I wasn't making the amount of money that I wanted to make, right? Like I was struggling to make $3,000 months with a 4,000 person email list. And I was just like, this is absurd. I'm going to burn down my list like any sane person would do, right? (laughs) So I sent out three emails to my list and said, hey, if you want to stay with me, click here and re-opt in. And out of those 4,200, 1,600 stayed with me. So I Mm -hmm. literally lost a lot of my list. And I realized a big learning lesson was not only I need to grow my list, but I need to grow my list with the right people because it's because a lot of people are taught they can have quality or quantity. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, you can have both. I mean, that's what we want. We want a lot of the right people. We don't want a small group, right? We want a lot of the big people. And so I was like, okay, I have a second chance to do this. Let's see if I can grow my list with quality people, the right people, but get a lot of them. And so that's what I did. We went from 1,600 to 4,000 in a year and a half. So I did it faster. And um, when I finally hit that 4,000 is when I had a $65,000 a year in my business. And the previous year I had made 30,000. So I doubled my revenue just by going, oh my gosh, and having the right people looking at my offer. And so in my Soldier Audience Blueprint, I'm walking you through the strategies that I did to do that twice. And the funny thing is I use a lot of the same strategies I just tweaked them to make sure I was talking to the right person, like tweaking my messaging. It was the same strategies. It was just, hey, I'm talking to this person and being more specific with whoever that person was. So my blueprint covers my five strategies and how I did it. And I'm giving that um, as my valuable resource. 
I love that. And I think it's so important that everyone out there hears this, that you can get rid of the people that, you know, the people who didn't re-opt in were people who really didn't care anyhow. And they were probably ones that didn't open your list and you're paying to send stuff to them. And, and they were not even enlisted. So I think that's brilliant and very, uh, very courageous for you to slaughter your list. I think it needs to be done from time to time. So that's good. All right, everybody download that. I've already downloaded. I've already looked at it. It's really, really, really good. So download it. Uh, you'll get some tips that you might not have even considered on how to grow your list from Kristen. So uh, I really, I really appreciate that. that's very, very generous, Kristen. So is there anything that we should have talked about that I didn't ask you? Anything burning that you wanted to talk about during this podcast? Um, not necessarily. But the thing is, I'm, I'm glad you had me, and this is probably the most different type of. <laughs> interview I've had in a long time. Um, I don't really get a chance to talk about my military spouse life. So I'm glad I really got to talk about it. Um, yeah. Especially the things that keep me organized because there is there is a lot that happens. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that that's what it's all about is I think hearing everybody's stories and where we're at personally has a big factor on us as women entrepreneurs, especially those of us who are working from home. Our home life is very much a factor in our success or not success and our attitude or not attitude. Um, so I commend you for all your moves and going online, obviously, is something you had to do. And, um, you know, good luck with the time change. <laughs> Everybody's still dealing with that one. Uh, maybe one day we'll stop changing the time. That'd be fantastic. Uh, but anyhow, thank you, Kristen, so much. And everybody, make sure to download your resource grab it you'll learn a lot and i will see you next week thanks kristen thank you take care see you guys next week hey thanks for listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you want to hear more feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice also if you feel so inclined i would truly appreciate a good rating from you to me have a stellar day